Do whales have nipples? Do they shrink when they get cold? <laughs> what do they look like? Is there such a thing as a whale milk farm? How or, how would or is that done? Is there a proper technique for milking whales? Seriously, whale nipples. Wow. <laughs> There's our title. <laughs> So welcome to CritterCast episode 18. Yeah, it's going to be a real killer. Oh my goodness, you're starting early. You really don't have any facts. You just have a list of puns to really incorporate. Just have a list of well, facts. I don't have a list of facts. Who's going to have the facts? Well, I guess I'll have the facts. <laughs> uh, so in case you guys didn't know, unfortunately, it is now November, which means that Spooktober has ended. We ended Spooktober with a bang. We sent our big black cat episode as our last podcast episode last week. Uh And then we did our Meet the Critter video for Midnight, one of our black cats, on Halloween. And Mm -hmm. that that officially marks the end of Spooktober. But if you're you're still craving Halloween, just re-listen to our spooky critters. Right. And we'll address more spooky critters in the future that just won't be like part of the Halloween season. Yeah. Yeah. But since it's now November, we can talk about all of the critters that we're thankful for that are just like so important to our lives. Yes. And uh, and I think, you know, wow, really we should have done dogs this week is what we should have done. That'll be our Thanksgiving week. That like, sounds man's best friend. Right. You know you have to do it. And woman's. Um, oh but yes, so for, for episode 18, or I, I guess before we dive straight in, <laughs> uh, uh, oh goodness, uh. oh no, I used a different word this time, I didn't say delve, <laughs> you didn't say delve, I said dive, yes, good for um, you, before we dive in, we'll just give you a little, uh, a little happy update, even though Spooktober is over, some of you may still be receiving Halloween postcards, yeah. because we did send them out before Halloween, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that all of them are going to get to you, I've heard from some people, that some did make it to them, but all almost all of them made it after Halloween. <laughs> but only a dum, day. Dum, dum. Like, <laughs> we just didn't line up quite enough. So uh, if you asked for a postcard, it should have been put in the mail, and you should be seeing it in the next week or so. So keep, yeah. an, uh, keep your eyes peeled for a fun little piece of snail mail. Ah, uh, banamcha. Except for that we don't have any snails in the pictures, but that's okay. Yeah. And um, we still have some postcards left over, and we're saving those for our Patreon supporters. That's right. Oh my goodness. So our Patreon is live now, and you guys knew that as of last, um, last episode. We are working on adding an intro video, but once that intro video is up, then the the Patreon will be as good as it's going to be for a while until yeah. we decide to make updates. Yeah. All of our tiers are there. All of our goals are there. We've got some content up there, but not a ton yet. We're going to wait till mid-November to put out the audio bloopers for this month. Right. Also give anybody who wants to sign up the exactly. opportunity to sign up. Yeah. But you'll also have access to anything that's been posted before you signed up. Because it'll just all be on Patreon. Yeah. Um, so you guys are welcome and encouraged to go check out our Patreon page. And one of the things is the when you sign up as a supporter, you automatically get a thank you postcard in the mail, That's right. which for now are going to be Halloween themed. And then when we run out of those, we'll have new postcards ready to send out. We'll we were do... just very excited about our Halloween shoot. It, we ordered probably more than we needed to, but it's fine. I don't think so. We'll do it. We'll do a fall <laughs> shoot, and then we'll do a winter shoot, and then we'll do a spring shoot. We, we and get like into all this, the different okay? all it's, the different holidays. Fine. It'll be fun. <laughs> we need we need fun in our lives right now so much so much my life is a blast i don't know what you're talking about i have a lot of fun oh good that's great how are things going in karina world oh they're wonderful good cassie world um 
Um, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the update into Crittercast World. Not a ton going on, and we're but we're very excited to be posting our next, um, our our next video, which will probably be our Patreon video, and then our next Meet the Critters video, which will pick another reptile because we're kind of doing a yeah. a rotation, mm-hmm. um, and we have more reptiles than anything else. So <laughs> you know, we kind of have to squeeze extra <laughs> in there. It's true. Um, so we'll we'll pick another reptile if you guys have one in particular that you want to meet and you want to see that video uploaded on Wednesday or Thursday of this week, then just shout it out. You know, as always, we're all over social media on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And you'll hear our handles at the end of the episode. So if you want to meet one of our other reptiles in particular, there's four more to choose from. Just let us know. Otherwise we'll pick and it'll be great. Yeah. And you'll enjoy it either way. Oh, it's going to be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's kind of it that's going on in the CritterCast world this week because it's been a it's been a quiet CritterCast week. Yeah. But that doesn't mean there aren't exciting things on the horizon. That's true. There's there's a lot on the horizon. There's holidays coming up, too. So we have to do a couple of special holiday-themed episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have some exciting stuff going on through your work, actually. Or you're going to be performing live. Oh, well, that's not critter cat. <laughs> nobody, nobody needs to care about I that. I think it's pretty exciting. No, they don't. It's not. <laughs> um, so it'll be a quieter critter cast month, but that means that when the full holiday season hits in December, mm-hmm. we'll be on it. Oh, we're so excited. So, 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 yep. so, so excited. Very excited. So this week, we, you know, we're not mm-hmm. quite into the, the holiday season, but this is a uh, critter that has been requested by yes. many and also just like it's it's time right it's time to talk about them the only problem with this critter is that there's so much information and so many things that i want to talk about that are related to this critter that it's a little little bit overwhelming oh my <laughs> you really stumbled on that delivery though like you really just kind of stumbled through it I know. so That's if it. you guys if you guys <laughs> oh <didn't>, whale <sighs> You guys didn't guess. We aren't talking about a whale today. No. We're we're, not. We're actually not. We're completely not. But, you know, everybody knows there is a critter out there that is very commonly misclassified as a whale. Mm -hmm. And that, of course, is the killer whale. The killer whale. Which is indeed not a whale. No. It is actually... A dolphin. It's the largest member of the dolphin family. Of course. And it, it should be common knowledge, but just in case you didn't know, now you know. Yeah. Orcas, otherwise right. known, commonly known as killer whales, mm-hmm. are not whales. They are dolphins. Isn't that crazy? I I mean, it's really not crazy. No, what's crazy is the misinformation out there. True. Yeah. True. But I guess when it makes sense when you look at them. No, honestly, it doesn't. When you look at them, they look like dolphins. They look like giant not, black and white dolphins. They're not built like whales. No, they're, they're built not. like dolphins. <laughs> they're just a lot bigger than dolphins is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like a like a blue whale. Those things are no, huge. No, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. If you Nothing's saw like a an orca whale. that big, like, run. Well, Wait, swim, cause, I suppose, because you'd be in, well, no, maybe you're on a boat. Whoa. Motor. You'd need a bigger Motor. boat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. So actually, we only call orcas a member, like one member of the, the dolphin family, but scientists are speculating based on like habits and certain different traits that there might be three actual orca 
species. Um, species. Mm-hmm. Oh. And like... so it's likely, stay tuned to Orca information, it's likely that that will be updated in the coming years, probably mm-hmm. within like the next five to ten years, mm-hmm. to account for those, at least those three different groupings. Maybe we'll even like, it'll be like whales, dolphins, and orcas. Like, could just be? become their own thing right. because people would be like, we can't really classify them as dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, you know, we we know how you we're all very know stuck how we in feel. our ways <laughs> about about pointless classification. Right, exactly. <laughs> it, it is. A, I tried to discuss that with someone the other day, and uh-huh. they just like were not on the same page. They were like, "Well, this is how science is," and I was like, "Oh my god, Come no! On. This is not like right. science is also man created. Right? Like, science is our way of interpreting and understanding the world. Right? Right? And like some things, brilliant. Yes, yes. A, a very good way. Right. To understand this natural phenomena, yeah. but like classification of species, not really. Right. Like, right. and there's things that like are useful at certain points. Yeah. And then when you get enough understanding that you start to really see the flaws in the system. Yeah. Then maybe that system needs to be readdressed. Right. Yes. But no, we like the way we do things, especially when they were created by old white men. I started pulling on my face as I said that because I thought, do I want to go there? But then I, I couldn't stop the words from coming out of my mouth. Oh, yeah. I hope that old white men don't listen to our podcast because I my feel dad. like they wouldn't like it very much. <laughs> Not that my dad is an old white man. No, he's a middle-aged white exactly, man. Exactly. That's totally You're different. 22. It's fine. I am. That's right. That's what I was told today. Oh, yeah? That's mm-hmm. why you're so happy with them? They were lovely. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to hear some uh, some orca information? Yes. Orc formation. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'll come up with some. Okay, I gotta good. think about them. Yeah, yeah, just sit on them while I'm while I'm spewing some facts, mm. some deep facts. And spewing. <laughs> I hate that I, word. I was trying to make it be like the the whale spray. Yeah, but, but like it's not really a work. spew. It kind of is a spew. But it's it no no. <laughs> oh, okay. So, what even are orcas though? Like, what are they? Like, other than being dolphins? Yeah. Well, they're mammals, yeah. They are mammals. Look at that. Yeah, they have lives, live babies. Mammals that yep. live in the water. Yep, they have teeth. Indeed. Yeah. Yes. Fins, flippers. Yep. Mm-hmm. And a dorsal Sm- fin. Smooth skin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Smooth, wet skin because they're always in the water. Not mucusy. No, I'm, though it'd be hard to tell. They're not right? frogs. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We don't classify them as frogs. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Not at this point. <laughs> they weigh up to six tons, which in kilograms is about 5,000. I don't understand kilograms. Yeah, me neither. You'll have to. <laughs> I only understand things in pounds because that's how I weigh myself. Okay, so six tons. So that's like three hippos. That's a lot of hippos. Yeah. Like, you'd think, like, three, oh, whatever. But, yeah. like, hippos are big animals. Yeah. I, they're big. Yes. They're big They're quite animals. large. Um, they grow up to 23 to 32 feet. That seems very excessive. It does, doesn't it? It's, again, one of those things where in right? order for me to comprehend it, I have to think about, like, U-Haul truck sizes you can rent when you move. And, like... That's a great way to think about it. Yeah. And, yeah. like, t- a 20-foot truck is huge. Right. Yeah, you like, can move, like, a... That's four times Three my height. Three-bedroom apartment. Four times my height. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's very tall. Right. I'm a small person, mm-hmm. in case you guys didn't and know. And that's on the smaller side, too. Yeah. Up to 32 feet. That's insane. So it's impressive. Um, that's almost as long as a school bus, actually. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Are school buses that much bigger than U-Haul trucks? Well, yeah, they have to well, be Well, there longer. are bigger U-Haul trucks, but, like, yeah. yeah. No, that's true. Yep. I never rode on a school bus, and I think the school what? buses I saw were small ones. So the, the 32 feet, that's actually the longest, the, the largest ever Orca recorded. Um, Still, that's... According to SeaWorld, though, and we're going to get into talking about why any and all information about Orcas that comes from SeaWorld is highly suspect. Well, we'll save that till later. But just keep in mind, I will say anytime I have information from SeaWorld so that we can all be aware that that information is hugely questionable. I should have known that this episode couldn't just be black and white. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. That was a good one. <laughs> oh, yeah. So just to show you how questionable some of SeaWorld's information about orcas is. They actually still on their website have orcas listed as a toothed whale. Really? Yes. I feel like that's, I mean, I, to be fair, I've never been to SeaWorld, like ever. And I probably will never go to SeaWorld. Not for like massive, I, I'm intentionally protesting it reasons, but just like, don't see myself ever going to SeaWorld. No. But like, it seems like they do a lot of preaching about all the good they do. Mm-hmm. When all it takes is two seconds to update your website. Oh, no, they intentionally skew information. We'll talk about that later. Let's not, though. Let's just focus on the animals. On the animals. Yeah. That's the problem, though, is that to talk about these animals, you kind of have to recognize that a lot of our information comes from a highly questionable source. So. Why didn't you just pull everything off Wikipedia? <laughs> Oh my god! There's nothing questionable. It could have been that easy. I'll just copy paste from Wikipedia next time. You know what? Let's just close down this whole blog, and I'll just record myself reading out loud off of Wikipedia. It's a new podcast. (laughs) It's it's Cassie reads Wikipedia. (laughs) It's gonna be super catchy. Wow, this is so great. (laughs) I can see the the five star reviews now. (laughs) No, they are orcas. We're talking about orcas, not five star reviews. Okay. They are extremely fast swimmers. They've been recorded at speeds up to 54 kilometers per hour. Again, I am not British. Yeah, I have no idea. A wild orca pod can cover over 160 kilometers a a day, foraging and socializing. I believe that a kilometer is... It's 34 miles an hour. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Google. Yay, Google. So that's still pretty darn fast. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's it's not 55 miles an hour, but, no, but I mean, no, animals just don't move as fast as cars, so that's the reason. Well, especially we, like, not for, them. like, a long period of time. No, I mean, there has to be, like, they have to be fast swimmers, because they, they right. got their nickname Killer Whale for a reason. Yeah, yeah. So they have to be, I would imagine, supreme hunters. They are amazing hunters. They're very, very smart. Um, and so why they got their name... They got their name not because they typically attack humans, but because um, people who used to, like, a lot of different people who used to be in the sea, like Navy people. Hey, baby. No, thank you. Sailors, but even pirates, Mm -hmm. thought that they saw killer whales Mm -hmm. killing whales Uh, and eating larger whales. Right. And so they got the name Whale Killer. Um, and so it was actually never meant to be a specification that they were whales. Uh, it was meant to say, yes, these you watch out for those guys. They can kill whales. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it got easier to say and was more dramatic if you said, killer whale. 
Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Which is funny because the the connotation of being afraid of killer whales never right. really came with like the name, right? Because I I know I didn't grow up afraid of them. Well, we also grew up in the post. What is that whale movie? Flipper? Wait, no, that's a dolphin movie. Flipper. Oh, Free Willy. Free Willy. Thank yeah, you. we grew up in the post. I'm like, I see it in my head, and I know Flipper is a dolphin <laughs> yeah. movie. Technically, Free Willy is a dolphin movie, too. Whoa. True. Wild. <laughs> so that was some amazing PR for <laughs> Killer right. Whale. That was, yeah. That was pretty smart of their marketing team. I, so I suppose I can't speak to what it was like mm-hmm. before then. I just feel like it's not the same with great white sharks right. where people are terrified right. of them. Yeah. And part of that obviously is all the terrible movies and mm-hmm. stories that have been told about them. Yeah. But it's like a name like killer whale and you're still not, you're not afraid of them attacking and hurting people. Right. No, it's much more of a comment on the fact that you know, they have incredible abilities to take down large marine animals. They can take down sea lions. They can take down whales. Orcas can play, can and will prey on basically any animals that they find in the sea, in the air, over the water, mm-hmm. or even along the coastline. There have been records of killer whales, orcas, taking down moose. <laughs> Where? I would assume Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like... Canada? <laughs> Alaska? Yeah. Probably around there. Remember moose in Alaska? Oh, wait, that. Yeah. I knew that. <laughs> I was, for a second, I was thinking Antarctica. And oh. That's, like, way far yeah, away. No. And I was like, there's no moose in Antarctica. There's no moose there's no, in there's Antarctica. There's no killer whales there nope. either, though. <laughs> no, of course there are moose in Alaska. It's like me and the ravens all over again. Oh, my God. I have seen lots of ravens. Don't kill me. <laughs> oh, Yeah. So we don't have to be afraid of them, but we should be impressed by them. I mean, them you might dang. want to be afraid of them if you ever found yourself stranded in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you would have more immediate things to be afraid of <laughs> if you found yourself stranded in the middle of the ocean. You mean like drowning? Like nah. drowning. I feel like a killer whale would get you first. Oh, okay. <laughs> I you hope just so. just tread water it's for like 45 way. hours I, mean, I can tread water until. for about 15 seconds. So I don't think you're going to have to worry about killer whales. Right? Yeah. I hope someone can find me and get to me in the next 20 seconds or I'm dead. Oh, 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 too bad. Rest in peace. So some of the attributes of killer whales. They have really big teeth. Yep. And by really big, I mean like four inches long. So to put that in perspective, if, if I'm looking at my hand. Yeah, it's your four fingers, yeah. No, it's longer than that because... Inches are um, are th- longer than a finger across. Not if you have really wide fingers. This is inaccurate science and uh, measurements. Do I not know. rely on this. For this <laughs> I have a ruler somewhere. Anyway, four inches is long. It's long. It's long. It would hurt. The difference between me it's being impressive. like like the height I am and me being the average height of an American yes. female. Right. Which is a long ways to go. Yeah. You got to work <laughs> on that. <laughs> they um, can use echolocation, which is pretty cool. Oh, I right? feel like I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. It's like you think about some whales, mm-hmm. not wait, some dolphins. Dolphins, not whales. It's a dolphin with the big head. It's a dolphin. The, the beluga whale. Oh, it's a whale. Yeah. Yeah. You think about them using echolocation, right. but you don't necessarily. Oh, no, I guess I did know. Just kidding. I did know that dolphins use echolocation. But sometimes you don't like. Because killer whales. Right. Because, like, even though you know they're dolphins. Right. You don't make that connection. Right? Yeah. Ugh. But that's part of what makes them such amazing hunters. Right? Yeah. Echolocation is wild. It's, it's pretty badass. <laughs> 
Killer whales are the most widely distributed mammals other than humans, according to SeaWorld. So, again, dot, dot, dot. I think that's pretty likely, though. Well, I guess it depends on, like, how you're, like how you're calculating like their distribution right. well, because like they can travel all over yes but it's not like they're like living in colonies all some over. some of them do see yeah. this is another weird thing and i think this leads in some credence to the idea that perhaps there are multiple species yeah. of of orcas is that some orca families are um migratory and mm-hmm. some orca families prefer to stay in a particular territory mm. and then only migrate like a little bit yeah. seasonally, but stay mostly in that Well, that's how area. evolution works, is if one family yep. thousands and thousands of years ago said, actually, we don't need to leave this area, it's nice, and then yeah. they stayed there, they eventually over time would evolve and adapt, and then they mm-hmm. might become their own little species. Yep, exactly. So it, that's, that's interesting. They mostly live in um, coastal countries and stick near coastal areas so they're not they're not gonna be out out in the the middle of the ocean ocean. right right unless they're migrating well there's less animals out there to prey on exactly right Right. it's not because they're especially and they're harder to get to too because seals like you just go up to the coast and grab a couple of them but if they're they're in the water you know yeah they're fast fast in the water speedy little boogers yeah it's like it's fast food right exactly yes exactly or seafood that was an easy pun, though. You know, that was a really easy. That pun. one's too. It's, yeah, it's too easy. Yeah, you need to work harder. I, although honestly, I don't think any pun is too easy for us. Like, <laughs> I know, we'll right? Take any of we them. We have no shame. <laughs> Anything. None. <laughs> so they can also adapt really well to a large variety of climates. So there's some of them who live in warm waters near the equator, but then there's others who actually do live in the icy waters near the North Pole or the South Pole. Ah. Uh huh. Interesting. Right. But they are more likely to be found at higher latitudes and near the shorelines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them are just like, mm, too crowded. Yep. Too basic. Yep, yep. I'm different. I, I'm going to be a hipster orca. <laughs> <laughs> so for the migratory pods, one study that scientists did found that a, a group of orcas traveling all the way from, um, they were off of the waters of Alaska, and they migrated all the way down to California. Like, regularly. So that's pretty cool. That's a distance of more than 2,000 kilometers, or <laughs> 1,200 miles. And hey, that's, yeah. like, yeah. at least double my trip to Disneyland. Yeah. Which is right. a long time. And, you and my car, car moves, yeah. you know, 10 miles an hour right. faster than the fastest right. an orca could move. And you didn't have to coordinate. There's too much math in this you know, episode. 10 or 15 other orcas, too, to be like, you guys, you're lagging behind. Catch up. Come on. I would be a terrible orca leader. I would just leave them. Yeah, you would be a terrible orca leader. <laughs> I think I'd be a terrible orca in general. They're way too, like, they're way too familial for me. They're I'm, very familial. Right? Like, they're just, mm-hmm. that, that, they have a pod. Yep. They have a group. Yep. And it's a matriarchal system. Oh. Mm-hmm. Props. Very cool stuff. And we'll talk about that a little bit more in detail, too, once we get... Well, you know what? No, let's let's dig into it right now. So the members of a pod, there's usually up to 40, according to National Geographic. Could you imagine 40 school bus-sized animals? Right? That's what I'm saying. But, I mean, the ocean yeah. is way bigger than, like, our tiny human minds can it's comprehend. It's true. But if they're all sticking close to the shore, and especially if you were out on a, a ship or something, yeah. and you're just like... Okay, I guess we're doing this now. Yes. 
Oh, I would. I think that would be so so cool. Up to forty. Mm-hmm. And there's two different kinds of pods. So there's a resident pod. Those are the ones that you know Stay, are stick around. Yes, and they're less likely to be aggressive, and they tend to prefer fish for food. I feel like you'd have to eat a lot of fish. I mean, that's what a lot of really large whales eat is that's fish true. or just plankton. Like they just eat all day. All the time. Literally all the time. It's like, ugh, you have so much more you could do with your day right. other than eat. But right. also, sometimes I wish I just could eat all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just open your mouth and just constantly be walking around sucking in bugs. Maybe not. That's what it would be like. Wayne handed me a cricket earlier. She was like, do you want this escape cricket? And I was like, uh, sure. And she handed it to me and then I was just like, I have a What do I do with it? Why did you say shark? I don't know. Because my mind is like, yeah, I'll go home and feed it to the geckos. And then I'll Yes, like, I'll just take this handful of cricket, please. <laughs> just one cricket. And hold it until hold I it get home. <laughs> I let it go in the bush. That's a good idea, I think. I know. I don't know why I took it and everyone oh, that was standing there was hilarious. like, why did you take I was like, I wanted to prove I'm not afraid to hold the bug. Well, of course I'm not. I'm a wuss. <laughs> okay, on the other hand... There are the transient or migratory pods, and they tend to do cooperative hunting more like a wolf pack would. You know, wolf packs are also awesome. Yeah, family groups, very smart, strategic hunters. So that's just really cool. They they hunt other marine mammals by working together. Mm -hmm. Orcas, of course, are apex predators. They're at the top of the food chain. There's no other animals except for humans that hunt orcas. Killer whales can feed on seabirds, squid, octopuses, sea turtles, sharks, rays, fish, whales. They also eat um, marine mammals such as seals and dugongs. (laughs) (laughs) How do you spell it? D-U-G-O-N-G-S. Dugongs. Oh, they're Filipino. That's... They're from the Philippines. They're like manatee type. Um, Like they are... They look like manatees. Here, I'll show you a picture. This is um, my. This is the BFF in my mom's oh, novel my that she's goodness. writing. Are you kidding me? That's adorable. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so cute. I'm sure they would also eat manatees if they could swim where manatees swim. In the rivers. Yes. <laughs> my sea cow. We have to do a manatee episode. Oh soon. yeah, absolutely. Anyway, okay. So, orcas are generalist eaters because they'll eat basically whatever is available to them right even though they do have preferences based on what sorts of hunting they do right um like everyone's allowed to like specific foods more okay? right right it's not being picky yeah they just like stuff it's that's true and what's really interesting about orcas is that once they learn what their family group likes what they prefer to eat mm-hmm. even if they're taken out of that family group or if they move into a new family group they will n- always prefer that food well yeah it's like when what mm-hmm. you grew up eating that you love right. and then you you go and create your own yep. family but you still love what you grew up eating yes still yeah make you happy and these animals are just incredibly highly complex animals they have very developed brains but the largest developed part of their brain in comparison to ours is the the socialization centers yeah that so, does not surprise me at all because you you can't live in a group setting right. the way they do and not have an incredibly yeah. developed yeah. social sense of social connection. Right. So they have many ways of communicating with each other from series of sounds, but also body language is huge. Because when you're traveling in the water, you know, 
sound isn't necessarily going to be the best way to communicate. Right, because if you're all spread out, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily going to carry all the way over to them. Yeah, but... Really messes stuff up. Right, exactly. Like, we can't even hear each other if I were just, like, In try to other... speak, like, a foot away from you underwater. Right. Like, you wouldn't No, that wouldn't to. work at all. No. You know, like, when, did you ever do that thing when you were a kid when you, like, went underwater and you, like, right? screamed just yes. to see who would hear it? And, like, it just goes everywhere. Yeah. Because that's how sound water. waves work in the yeah. water. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty cool. But what's interesting is that, like, they'll they'll use their body language. They'll use things like their tail slapping the top of the water. Mm-hmm. All sorts of different things like that to give signals and communication to the other group members. They will scream. They will cry. Like, they will vocalize things. Right. Um, so that's, that's pretty interesting. The, the huge, I th- I don't think that we have any way that we're equipped to understand how complex their social structures are right now. We don't no. have any in-depth data about it. Right. That doesn't come from highly questionable places. Well, plus it's not like they are, it's, it's very tricky to try and, analyze the entire group right. without right. having the entire group and Absolutely. obviously we don't have anywhere big enough no to comfortably and safely right house 40 right killer whales right right that yeah. would not be good <laughs> yeah and there are there are so many pieces of evidence that point to the fact that whale lives in captivity are incredibly shortened they're prone to much more illness they're prone to psychosis right because they are social animals and if they're separated from their pod from their family they don't handle it well right so and it doesn't matter if you have like two or three it's still not their family oh my goodness so some cool things here's something that i was kind of wondering about that i had to go looking for information on is how do orcas sleep oh yeah we think you know, it's one of those things that you're constantly worried about when, like, not worried about, but, like, when you think about it, it, it bothers you for a while, and then eventually you're like, meh, whatever. <laughs> like, about all, all fish. Right. All constantly right. moving creatures. Yes. And critters. Yeah. Creatures, whatever. Yeah. All constantly moving animals. Mm-hmm. How, how do they sleep without dying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and fish are a different case than orcas because orcas are dolphins, and right. so breathing for them is not automatic. Right. They because have to, like, they have to breathe every so often. They have so to often. breathe oxygen. They have to go up to the surface and breathe oxygen. They don't have, they don't process the water the way that fish, fish do. Fish have to breathe oxygen, too. It's yes, just they but they take ha- it through the water. They're equipped to, <laughs> to breathe, to breathe automatically. As opposed to me, I breathe pure magic. What? <laughs> I thought that would, I couldn't, I was trying to think of, like, something funnier, and magic was what came out. I'm really failing tonight. <laughs> All of my jokes are falling short. It's amusing to me. Whatever. So that's fine. You'd think this was last night after I had a drink at dinner, but it's just Dr. Pepper. Shh, go to sleep. Look. No alcohol so, tonight. So many chewies for you, but specifically to help you be calm while we were recording. There you go. Have a chewy. Oxygen. Anyway. Yes. So, so, so how, how do they sleep? So it's kind of like tape, taking naps. Okay. But with half of their brain at once. What? Yeah. So, <laughs> right? So they can't ever fall into a super deep sleep or they would drown because they wouldn't be able to go up to the surface and get oxygen. Right. So to get around that, they only allow one half of their brains to sleep at a time and the other half of their brain stays alert, enabling them to continue breathing while they look out for dangers in the environment and to be able to get breaths of air. 
So, did the halves of their brain take turns? <laughs> yes. Or is there just like one part of their brain that's on all the time? No, they take turns. So they only close one eye when they sleep. So if they're sleeping on the right half of their brain, their left eye will be closed. If they're sleeping on the left half of their brain, their the right eye will be The halves of their brains closed. can operate the, independently. The yes. Yeah. Because like I don't know any other critter yep. that can operate with only half a brain. Mm-hmm. Like and still function without assistance. Yep. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? It's just so wild. Yeah. I can't even comprehend it. Yeah. Because we talk about all other types of critters, especially humans, when like half of your brain is irreparably damaged, you're done for. Right. You're done. Right. Like, that's I it. I mean, it depends on which part of your brain, because you can survive with but like, if, a lot if of brain damage. But like, if an entire half right. of your brain right. was shut down, yeah. your, like, you, your body couldn't coordinate. Yeah. You'd just be like, whoa, where are my directions coming from? Mm-hmm. So, like... Do they and not need both parts? Is, is just one part of their brain constantly sleeping? Do they essentially no. have two brains stuck together? Whoa. No, they just have hemispheres like we do. <laughs> but they just can independently operate those hemispheres. Now I want to see like an orca brain. A brain? I know, right? Like not really, but kind of. Oh, I totally Brains do. are like the one thing that I'm like, mm, maybe even that's a little too gross for me. Mm, I've seen brains. Not me, and I don't really care to. They're not that. They're gross. too spongy. I don't like the spongy. It was not super spongy, actually. It was a little bit more like a gummy. It's muscle. It's not sponge. I know, but oh. all the, like all I can see when I think of brains is is the documentary that my science teacher made us watch on prions oh. and mad cow disease and oh. what that does to brains. Well, that's a very different case. Literally, yeah. Turn to sponges. Yes. No. <gasps> No, thank you. Let's hope that orcas never get mad cow disease because mad orca disease sounds terrifying. Right? Yes. Let's please not do that. Um, so some other interesting information. The, the whales um, will give birth every three to ten years to one offspring at a time. Like they, they breed every three to ten years. It's not like I am like constantly... With child and like right, right, right. Yeah, no, they're not pregnant for like ridiculously long. Times. Okay, yes, yeah. they're not. They're just those. like, <laughs> if I'm gonna have a baby, maybe this year, maybe in three years, maybe in ten years. Right. I don't know. No, the gestation period usually lasts for around seventeen months. That's so long. It's still, it's, oh my, very it's long. over a it's year. Over a year, but they are much larger than right. people. Yeah, and again, and they have to be their very offspring indicating. have to be yes. fully functional mm-hmm. already, as most mammal offspring are. Not exactly. all of them, but like most. Right. <laughs> Humans. Not functional. Not so much. Domestic dogs. Yep. Domestic cats. Yep. But wild cats, most often their cubs are born and they're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Because well, like they, they live stay in the in wild. They for a little while, but yeah. then, yeah. Not yeah. all mammals, but like, I feel like there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a, a good number of mammals whose offspring are born and like ready to face the world. Yeah. They might need like a day or two to get their footing, but mm-hmm. like they're good. Yeah. And like the rest of us over here just We're floundering like, around. <laughs> so susceptible. So vulnerable. It'll take me 18 years. <laughs> Humans <laughs> are especially honest. pathetic. It'll maybe take me like 20 years. My entire <laughs> life. I never figure it out. I cannot at all. It's also because we created a lot of barriers for ourselves that are just so unnecessary. The rest of the critters in the world are just trying to, you know, eat, process energy, Mm -hmm. survive. And catch moose. (laughs) In Alaska. Right. Where there's moose. Yes. 
definitely. <laughs> I mean, they could try. And They're not trying to pay any bills, bills, okay? So they have nope. different standards. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, okay. So they usually have one offspring at a time because the offspring do require. I'm sorry, Ellie. They do require a lot of care um, and attention. So calves nurse at birth. They're usually about eight point five feet long mm-hmm. so about 10 feet long almost and they weigh between 265 than a full-grown human and 353 pounds at birth they'll nurse for five to ten seconds at a time several different times an hour and that can go on day and night until the calf is matured enough it's usually weaned at about a year old five to ten seconds yeah i mean because they can't it's not like they can stop moving and just like dangle right like exactly also now uh, Everyone at home, including myself, and I'm sure you too. Well, uh-huh. you've already processed these facts, so maybe not. Yeah. It's just trying to picture whale titties. Right. Come on. Yep. Where are they? What the, do they look like? They're very similar. I, I don't know. Let's Google. <laughs> Orca. This is going to, oh my God. Google's going to be like, what is... You yeah. think our FBI agent is like, what are you ladies doing over there? <laughs> the first, the first thing. But well, I hate that I, I Google searched orca teats and I, my first search result was for whale nipples. Oh yeah. Orcas. Yeah. Yeah. Folks. Orcas. Oh, well I found YouTube videos about collecting dolphin breast milk and yeah, pumping dolphin I breast milk. I see that one too now. Did you know that, okay, no, I'm, this is totally different. <laughs> Let's just, this whole episode is now about, maybe we should be delving into the benefits of, of whale milk. <laughs> so it looks like it's down by their tail. Uh-huh. And it looks kind of like really short udders. That would make more sense than like yeah. human or dog or cat ones. Mm-hmm. Though like, it's kind of gross for it to be so close to where they give birth. Not necessarily. Cows are the same way, right? Yeah. Because their udders hang down low and their holes oh, are... Oh, well, that's true. Up high. Yeah. Because they're built different. Huh. Anyhow, that was a, quite a seg. <laughs> I just wanted to know, okay? That's what CritterCast is for. It's for the weird facts. This is a pretty good picture of a beluga whale calf nursing, but it's just like you can't see anything. But still, yeah, I so. know that CritterCast listeners wanted to know that. Yes. So it was important. It was important. The answer is they probably only have one. One teeth. Because they only have one baby at a time. I would assume they probably have two in case they have two. <sighs> or maybe even... That would be wild. Three or four. But probably not more than maybe two. a cow would goats have. Goats have two. Yeah, goats have two. So That's probably true. two. Yeah. Goats can sometimes have triplets, though, and then they're in trouble. Oh, it doesn't usually go well. Oh, baby. We'll talk about goats another time. Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> orcas, their lifespan. There's widely different information about their lifespan. According to SeaWorld, their lifespan is 17 years for males and 29 for females. Is that for whales that have lived at SeaWorld? Mm-hmm. So, again... But they say that they live longer in captivity than they do in the wild because they are protected from things that they would encounter in the wild. However, like what? What? What out there is a danger to them? Oh, well, that's the thing. Because right? whales are, are 
orcas are apex predators. Right. Like, what out there is a danger to them. Right. And they have colonies. Other than us. Of entire other giant predators to protect them as well. Right. They fine. <laughs> so, scientists have found that from studying um, orcas in the wild, mm-hmm. their lifespan actually ranges from 50 to 100 years. And, in fact, they've found... um, Like sea turtles. Yeah. And they found a matriarch who they think is up to 150 years old. Phew. Right? Lady, you can take a break. Okay, but here is... Whoa. Are you ready for some complete, like, mind-blowing shit? My mind has already been blown. It's in pieces. It's going to be blown right out the window. Oh, my gosh. I know. So I'm I'm holding it together. Hold it in. (laughs) Okay, because this is going to be a little overwhelming. Uh, Was that better? Did no, that work better? Because it's oh, so, it's hat. just like, it's too similar. <sighs> Bummer. It would be better written. It's not okay. a good spoken pun. Okay. All right. I guess. <sighs> so there's this theory called the grandmother theory. Okay. And basically what it relates to is why do human women live past childbearing years? Like, from an evolutionary standpoint. Oh, right. What's like, the purpose? You have babies, just keep right. going. Right. Like many other species. What's the point of having menopause and not being able to have babies until you die? What is the point there? I mean, I, I understand why people would question it. Mm-hmm. In my mind, it's just that our bodies are very slow to shut down. I mean, we're literally dying for most of <laughs> so our life. So you think that they start shutting, like, menopause is It's starting. just a part of the very slow okay. down process that All is right. death. All right. Because... Technically, the way our bodies work is that we're growing and developing up to a certain mm-hmm. point, usually in our mm-hmm. mid-20s. Mm-hmm. I rapidly approach the age. Uh-huh. And then, instead of wow. growing and developing, your body is just going to slowly start I'm breaking s- down. And it just takes a really what? long time. Karina, are you That's saying how I'm works. old and dying? You're like growing <laughs> and then you're declining. Wow. Damn and girl. dying for the majority of your life. That is something that we believe from, you know, years and years and years of old wives' tales. And, like, thinking that lifespans have changed dramatically. But it seems like, actually, that's not true. Our lifespans have always been somewhere around 70 years long. 70 to 80. So they're getting a little bit longer, but not drastically. But the thing is that because women stop having children, usually in their 30s to 40s-ish, that had been assumed that once you kind of hit that peak after that, um, most women, you know, died and your body shut down naturally. But there's evidence to suggest that, in fact, us and um, specifically killer whales, so it's oh, and one other species, the short fin pilot whale, behaves in one particular way, which is having menopause. And the argument is that we have menopause, so that and this is coming from Darren Croft of Exeter University, who's been studying orcas for several years. He says that um, his argument is that this deep-rooted evolutionary trait uses the concept of the granny effect, which is that older females are programmed to close down their reproductive systems so that they can devote themselves exclusively to the rearing of grandchildren. In doing so, they lose the ability to pass on their genes directly to one generation, but they gain because they can help the following generation reach adulthood, thus promoting their genotype for the future. Sure. So they're, they're 
their argument is that it's actually a little bit more complex than that, but that that's a benefit of menopause evolutionarily mm-hmm. is that by having women live past childbearing age, mm-hmm. they're available to help the family group continue to raise and care for children. And that's what happens in orca pods as well, is that the um, the older, particularly female orcas, help to pass down information to younger individuals. They teach them where to eat, uh, what to eat, how to catch food, what to avoid. They teach them how to talk. Like they teach them vocalizations. They teach them calls that are unique to pods and family groups. They have a distinct accent for each pod. And having multiple prey items... Um, like helps us to determine which family pods are teaching them to go after like which types of prey. All I'm hearing is that there is literally no point for having males. If they're not contributing and if, if females have to stop having babies Uh in order to take care of literally everything else, what are the males even doing? I mean, I wasn't going to say that, but I don't hugely disagree with this. Like, it's not a grandparent theory. (laughs) No, it's a grandma theory. So, like, what is the purpose of males Mm -hmm. living equally as long? Yep. Or even, like, why don't they just live until they can help reproduce and then they die off? Well, so, the females do live longer than the males. Not, Not, like, in the orca we we don't know enough to be really certain about it i'm just saying all that tells me (laughs) a i'm still fairly skeptical and b i just don't see any point in having male orcas (laughs) i find it pretty damn persuasive actually one one other thing that they talked about was that um the older female orcas play a particularly important leadership role and that they're really good at pinpointing places to hunt different types of things because they know you know where they've been found before traditionally the main source of food being salmon they're able to really be like yeah this is where we go to hunt the salmon little babies and they don't say nothing about the older male orcas teaching anybody anything i'm so, just saying yep yep well, i i think i believe you i think i agree <laughs> So it was found that mother whales suffer much higher costs when competing to reproduce with younger mothers. And so by not having to compete as much, they're, um, they're able to preserve their own health a lot better. So if they stop trying to reproduce mm-hmm. when they're getting to about middle age, mm-hmm. they're less likely to die earlier. Interesting. So it helps prolong their lifespan as well as being beneficial for the pod. Uh. And I just don't love reproduction. <laughs> it is a crazy, crazy thing. That's too academic for me. <laughs> I just like fun facts. Oh, okay. You want some more fun facts? Yeah, fun oh, facts. Okay, let's see what else I have that's fun for you. That was too hardcore for me. Oh, I'm I can't even I'm process so sorry. It. Okay, how about this? We don't know enough about orcas to have a conservation status for them. What? Yeah. Like, because we can't even really calculate, like... How nope. many are out there Mm-mm. and, like, if it's been decimated yep. by humans. Yeah, we don't even know what the population trends are like. Oh. Yeah. It's likely that they're declining. Right. As, like, most right. aquatic species are. Yes. Because that's where a great amount of our pollution goes. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, so there's contaminants in the ocean and seas, like chemicals, oils, etc., that pose a threat to orcas. And there's we also assume their food source is probably declining. Of course. Right. Yeah, great point. And then there's civilizations around the world that still kill orcas for various purposes. Some civilizations kill them for food. Some fishermen see them as competition and will kill them intentionally to keep them from eating the fish in a local area. <sighs> right? So That's misconstrued. Um, some populations were targeted for live captures to be sold to oceanariums like SeaWorld. So that's pretty shitty. The southern residents uh, were of the Pacific Northwest and the North Atlantic were particularly extensively targeted and are still struggling to recover from that. Um, where was I before Ellie walked across this? Oh, probably on. Right. Yeah, because <laughs> that's usually where I am when a cat walks across yeah. my keyboard. Yeah, that's <laughs> where I was. <laughs> So the southern residents of those areas were extensively targeted and still struggle to recover. They've actually never come close to regaining their pre-captured population numbers. Poor babies. Right? Orcas in the Pacific waters off of Russia are still captured and sold into captivity to this day, including a group of four that were taken in 2014. People suck. Right? The alternative subtitle for CritterCast. Yeah. Critters unfortunately. rock, people suck. Unfortunately... And so basically, like, I don't want to go too in-depth with all of the controversy about SeaWorld because that's been covered extensively by amazing researchers. Uh, Blackfish is a brilliant documentary. It's a, it's a, it comes on a little bit strong, but the information in it is you know, pretty astonishing. <laughs> I think one of the things that it did was raise a lot of awareness. So now... The um, at least the captivity and breeding programs for killer whales has ended at SeaWorld and other places like that in America. So that's cool. Let's hope that we can do some more research on killer whales and orcas that does not involve taking them out of their family groups. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, in, in a vain attempt to find fun facts about uh-huh. orcas to tie up our, our orca discussion, uh-huh. um, there's this like kids powerpoint oh no it says killer whales by ethan and like some of the (laughs) by ethan by ethan okay tell me everything ethan it says interesting facts orcas are dolphins and then so that's a bullet and then underneath that bullet it's not bulleted but there's just another sentence that says male orca dorsal fins can grow to be six feet tall Whoa. Um, and then it says defense and predators. Orcas were hunted by humans long ago. Orcas defend themselves by using their three inch long teeth. Yeah, that would then, probably work. And then, <laughs> and I know these are all from the same presentation because it all has just like the one PowerPoint uh-huh. background. Um, food. Orcas hunt fish, walruses, seals, sea lions, penguins, squid, sea turtle, sharks, and other whales. Other whales. <laughs> Description. Wait. <laughs> Male orcas can grow to be the size Ethan. of an elephant. Of a elephant. Ethan. They can weigh 8,000 to 12,000. I don't know what, but 8,000 to 12,000. They are white on their bellies, but black on the backs. I want to know how old Ethan is. I kind of love Ethan, but also, Ethan, you got to work on your internal Orcas develop inside the mother. Female orcas mature at the age of 15. He did say they live up to 30 to 70 years old, which is somewhere in the middle of okay, the... Okay, that's, that's, you know... Decent, yeah, analysis of your... One interesting fact about whales is that even though they live in the water, they still breathe air. 
No kidding. Whales can sleep very long because they have to, can't sleep very long because they have to remember to go to the surface to breathe air. Whales' brains sleep one half at a time. They do that so they can get the amount of sleep needed and still be able to breathe. Okay, so, oh wait, this one was by Natalie. Never mind. Just use the same background. Natalie. But she's still wrong on the whale thing. Anyway, but Ethan's, uh, Ethan's ties up with his sources. And the first is http colon backslash backslash en dot wikipedia dot org <laughs> backslash wiggy backslash killer underscore whale. And then his other site, his other um, sources, I don't know what kind of sources they are. They just say killer whales up close, kids national geographic, and killer whale and other tooth whales. So, Ethan, at some point we should have a conversation about credible sources for particular types of genres. In case any of you really want to see this presentation, (laughs) Killer Whales by Ethan, it's on uh, slideshare.net. PT.slideshare.net. I would like to see Ethan giving this presentation because I bet it's freaking adorable. Yes, there is. um, It's great. You just occasionally forget. It's wonderful. Now all of a sudden I want to, like, search everything on this website and look for all random that sounds like kind of an amazing website the only thing is that i'm a little bit concerned that perhaps ethan is actually like 35 years old and like a phd student (laughs) in marine biology using kids national geographic (laughs) and wikipedia as sources (laughs) definitely well wikipedia is is fail safe like yeah it's great background information Mm -hmm. yeah it can point you to some good good shit Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Just always always make sure to skip over that really boring bit at the end with the tiny text. Oh, yeah, that stuff. That's really boring. It's just, like, a list of little, like, other things. Yeah. It's not even in, like, paragraph format. Like, don't even look at it. No. It's not worth it's it. so boring. Eleven. Is it time to close up the episode? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is indeed time to close up the episode. Can you tell CritterCast listeners, thanks for listening? I should stop asking him to say things. He's a cat and he's not going to respond. Oh, that's why he never answers me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I love you, handsome boy. Oh, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode on orcas. It was a complex one. Next animal we take on will be an animal that there is a lot of reputable knowledge about. Yeah. Yeah. It'll just make our lives a lot easier. But, you yeah. know. I think these are really important topics to cover, but whew, they are murky. Not not loving them. Um, but hopefully you guys are loving them. And, oh, I have to do a shout-out, of course. Ooh. So uh, part of my writing is we, there's a support group for different areas. Okay. And one of our, one of our fellow writers and supporters um, for our group here, her name is Teresa. She's lovely. Uh-huh. Um, we were just chatting because sometimes we, we talk about non-writing uh, chat. Sure. And I mentioned that I have a podcast. And they, they all know that I work for a local rescue. Uh-huh. Um, and she's like, oh, is it for the rescue? And I was like, no, it's just like animal themed. And I just told her the name. And then she started listening to Oh, that's awesome. She started listening to our toad episode and wanted to offer a correction. At some point during the episode, we mentioned frogs not necessarily, like, breathing through their skin. Oh, but, right. Or, and I think we didn't exclusively state that they also have yeah. nostrils and lungs, and yeah, that yeah. is still how they process right. uh, air. It's not all through their skin. Very important information. Um, and then I told her that we were going to be recording an episode about orcas, and she said she was going to think up puns for us. <laughs> and then shortly after, she said, no puns yet, but y'all are really putting the pod in podcast. Nice. And I was, like, out loud in the middle of the cafe I was writing in. 
<laughs> yes. If you guys enjoyed this episode, feel free to check out all of our other episodes. We've been having some glitches with iTunes and Spotify, but you can always find all of our episodes on our website. Yep. CritterCastPodcast.com. That's right. And if you want to see cool photos and videos, check us out on all of our social media. You can find us on Facebook mm-hmm. at CritterCast. Yep. You can find us on Instagram mm-hmm. at CritterCastPodcast. Yes. And you can find us on Twitter at CastCritter. What? All the fun stuff. Crazy. And then if you're feeling like, wow, I just can't get enough. I love this podcast so much. Hop on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash CritterCast. That's right. Indeed. And you can check out some stuff there. And if yeah. you want to see some exclusive extra content, you can choose to join us. You know, come come with us on this journey. Into Contribute. Be part of our creative team. Right. Become our collaboration. a producer of, of <laughs> a collaborator, a co-host <laughs> of CritterCast, a cohort of Crit- a CritterCast cohort. Become a member of the CritterCast I've determined how many times you can say that sound over and over again, and it, I passed it. We hit it. We hit it, <laughs> and we kept going. <laughs> um, but yes, those are all of our social media links. As always, please feel free to shout out to us on any of those. You can also email us at CritterCastPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And we'd be more than happy to respond to your email promptly. That's right. Tell us what animals... Wit. You would love to hear about. Tell us what animals you're grateful for. We really want to hear about that. This I'm like, we want more listener stories. Give us listener stories. Yeah. Do you have a story about killer whales or orcas? Tell me. Also, don't forget, and we've forgotten this in so many past episodes. Oh, no. That hashtag, orcas love the booty. Oh, my gosh. How did we forget <laughs> I that? I forgot it. Like, we, I think the Black Widow episode was the last one we said it in. Oh, well, that one took a turn. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Cause, whatever. Because they anyway, love the booty a little too much. hashtag. Orcas love the booty. Yeah, they do. Indeed. <laughs> Rue's offering his booty to Cassie. <laughs> he says, Cassie loves the booty. Easy dizzy to That is it for us. It's time to sign off. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile.